You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. It's our last Ari Snapshots podcast of the year, and today we're catching up with Ari's Dr. Yassine Khalil about his papers, The Effect of Crop Residues on Interception and Activity of Prosulfocarb, Pyroxysulfone and Trifluralin, and also the paper Peroxysulfone Efficacy for Annual Ryegrass Control is Affected by Wheat Residue Height, Amount and Orientation. Cindy Benjamin last week wrote Ari Insight on these two papers as well. We'll put a link with this podcast so you can read in detail as well. But firstly, we are catching up with Yassine. Last podcast of the year, exciting. How are you going, Yassine? Yeah, it's very exciting, yeah. Quite good, yeah, having yourself at the end of the year and doing the podcast. Interesting. Thanks very much, Jess. Good way to end things. All right, so you've previously done work on crop residues and pre-em herbicides. Can you just firstly give us an overview on what were the key findings from this previous work before we get into your latest work, Yassine? Yeah, actually... Before these two papers, yeah, we've published two more papers and one of them we were focusing on developing and sort of validating the methods we've used across the whole projects, which was my PhD for four years. And yeah, we've did some podcast with Ari actually. So apart from the previous work, we were actually working on the effect of rainfall as an agent of leaching of herbicides from crop residue into the soil and the other one we were also investigating the effect of the crop residue or the amount of the crop residue on the efficacy of this pre-emergent herbicide which we are going to focus and mention in details so and briefly some of these main findings we found in the previous uh, work it was actually so for example for Sakura, it was best option in heavy stubble loads and it's leached into the soil with an amount of rainfall of 5 millimeter. And even if that rainfall has been delayed 14 days after the herbicide application, still we've managed to leach enough Sakura from crop residue into the soil and actually to provide 100% control of ryegrass. So for the second one, which is pro-sylphocarp or commercially known as uh, arcade, it's actually required more rainfall to leach from crop residue into the soil. And we had enough herbicide leached if we get rainfall occurred within a week of herbicide application. However, the case for the triflolarin was actually completely different from the other two herbicides so we should get the rain within 24 hours from the application to get efficacy of triflolarine increased and achieved enough control yeah and the other aspects we were researching actually spraying the herbicide onto two different type of crop residue the dry one and wet one so we found out that spraying the herbicide onto wet stubble are more tightly bound than the dry stubble so that was the main findings and the other aspects we were investigating or researching was the effect of rainfall intensity we had or we found no significant effect of rain intensity so and as it was expected, so the, me- the more crop residue you have, the more binding or interception of herbicides 
we found. Okay, excellent. Okay, so in your latest research, you've shown that ground cover is more important than crop residue type or age when it comes to intercepting pre-emergent herbicides. How did you come to this finding you're seeing? Actually, that was, it was by itself an experiment where we were investigating uh, five different type of crop residue, wheat, barley, lupins, chickpea and canola. And it was with two age, so it was fresh residue. It's been collected after the harvest, and the other one it was one year aged. It's been collected from the previous year, and we've did the comparison and to see the efficacy of these three pre-emergent herbicides. I mean, by three Sakura, Arcade, and Treflan as a pre-emergent sprayed onto these three different type of crop residue and you are investigating and seeing the efficacy of this pre-emergent herbicides. Actually, we found that the higher the ground cover percentage, the greater extent of herbicide interception by the stubble. And we found that the mass or the amount, type and the age of this different residues are far less important than the level of ground cover at application. So, for example, for the same amount of crop residue, lupin stubble provided the least ground cover, followed by chickpea and canola. So, the cereal, which is wheat and barley, were the highest in terms of providing the ground cover. So, for example, cereal stubble at 4 ton provided more than 90% ground cover, while the same amount of lupin stubble provided just 27% of ground cover. We were finding that, at, for example, when we're comparing cereals with other crop residue or crop type, we found the control of ryegrass was very high, at the situation where we're having lupin, chickpea, and canola when we compare it to the cereal, wheat, and barley. Okay, very interesting and in helpful information you're seeing. So let's dig into some of the key findings. Uh, let's start with annual ryegrass control. What were your key findings when it came to trifluralin in this regard? Actually, for this particular pre-emergent herbicide, the triflan, triflularin, so it was effective where there was little or to no crop residue print on, presented on the soil surface. And actually this pre-emergent herbicide washes off best when applied to dry when compared to wet residue. And also this particular pre-emergent herbicide requires incorporation into the soil either by the rain or mechanically by seeding at the seeding and that should happen within 24 hours otherwise we are losing the efficacy of this pre-emergent herbicides. Okay and what about prosulfocarb? So for prosulfocarb which is commercially known as arcade it's effective where crop residue are less than two ton per hectare and it's washed best when applied to dry compared to the wet residue which is similar to trivialarin and some control of annual ryegrass has been achieved when the rainfall happened within seven days of prosulfocarb application. Okay and lastly pyroxysulfone what did you find here? 
Uh, actually, that was the best or the king within these three pre-emergent herbicide tested in my study. So pyroxasulfone or Sakura was effective when crop residue load even four ton per hectare it was effective and it was washing easily of crop residue into the soil and whether it's been sprayed onto wet or dry residue still it was providing 100% control of uh, annual ryegrass even as we've mentioned early with minimum of 5 millimeter of rain occurred yeah even 14 days after the application of herbicide still sakura was good to provide 100% control of ryegrass Excellent, really good results. And what did you find in regards to harvest height and herbicide efficacy you've seen? We found actually when cutting wheat crop high, so cutting the wheat residue high leaves less crop residue on the soil surface and that actually improves the spray coverage of the soil and increase the herbicide efficacy. So for example, sufficient herbicides or Pyroxasulfone, that was the only uh, pre-emergent tested in this uh, experiments. So sufficient herbicide reached the soil when the crop residue cut at 30 centimeter or less. So higher harvest height may start to reduce the amount of herbicide reaching the soil surface. So adding more or giving some examples, for example, with all the residue, Standing spray coverage on the soil was 14.6% compared to 7.5% coverage when the 4 ton of crop residue laid flat on the soil surface. Another sort of comparison with 1 ton per hectare crop residue, so when that 1 ton laid horizontally on the soil surface, actually the spray coverage of the soil was 10% and when that one ton per hectare crop residue was left standing, an extra 5% of the sprayed herbicides managed to reach the soil and deposit to the soil surface, which in return will increase the efficacy of uh, herbicides and provide better uh, weed control. And were there any other key findings which are notable to mention? Yeah, actually, my research, it was in a way or another supporting the ideas of that the grower can choose to rotate pre-emergent herbicides based on the level of ground cover left after the previous harvest. So for example, Sakura can be used after a bulky cereal crops and rotate to other pre-emergent herbicides in a situation with less stubble covering the soil surface. Uh, the other things, if there is a rain expected within a week, it may be possible to use Arcade, which is prosilfocarp, or triflolarine in a situation where the incorporation can be achieved soon after the spraying, either with the sowing or if you are expecting some rain soon after the herbicide application. So triflolarine can be an option for growers to use.
And also we found out that the rainfall after application of the pre-emergent herbicides, it's actually increased the efficacy for all residue amounts. And yeah, we do advise or recommend and it was one of our previous findings. So we're asking farmers to avoid applying pre-emergent herbicides to wet residue if it's possible. And thank you. Thank you so much, Yassine. You can follow Yassine on Twitter. His Twitter handle is at YKhalil2013. And I'll put that link with the podcast notes. And that was our last RE Snapshots podcast for the year. We will catch you in 2020. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on your podcast app of choice. And we hope you have a lovely holiday season. And thanks for listening.